Why don't we worship the Lord? The King of Kings is here right now. Hallelujah, God. We give you honor. We give you praise. And Father, we claim your promise in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. It says this, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to His purpose. Father, I release that word right now in the name of Jesus, God. For everybody who is listening in right now, amen. Why don't we just lift your hands right now? Let me pray for you. Father, we know all things will work together for good, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I don't care, God, whatever situation that we are in. God, you are in charge and I declare it, you are in charge. Lord, we continue to pray, God, for this whole COVID situation. Lord, in this nation, Lord, we just want to pray, God, that you will use this for the extension of your kingdom, Lord. God, that you will bless, oh God. God, the people of God, you will protect them. Father, I pray, God, that you will protect God, all our frontliners. God, that you continue to give God our authorities wisdom to know how to navigate the next move, Father. But God, most importantly, God, Lord, that, Lord at the end of the day, God, we need to put our confidence in you, Father. You are our shepherd, O oh God. You make us lie down in green pastures, God. So again, God, you are the one, God, that can speak peace, Lord, into our spirits, oh God. Lord, in the midst of transition, in the midst of uncertainty, we declare that you are in charge. Lord, in the midst of things, God, that is beyond our control, we got a God that is bigger, we got a God that is mightier, we got a God that is able. Hallelujah, Jesus, God. We ask, God, that your hands, God, will be upon, Lord, everyone who's listening in today, God. Encourage, God. Lord, encourage those that are discouraged, God. Lord, let people feel your presence today in a very special way. So, Lord, again, God, I commit this time, Lord. I commit this time into your hands, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Father, before we move any further, God, Lord, we want to give you praise. Lord, we want to give you our our tithes and offering, oh God, Lord, for the expansion of your kingdom, Lord. This is our way of saying thank you to you. So, Lord, we want to give you our tithes and offerings right now in the name of Jesus, God. Use it for your kingdom and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people say amen. If you are here uh, for the very first time, welcome to the Tabernacle of Joy. Amen. Uh, again, uh, uh we miss every one of you uh, looking forward, you know, to seeing, you know, what the government will say. And then pretty soon we'll give you some updates if, if we are allowed to come back again. So again, uh, your safety is our highest priority. Father, in the name of Jesus, why don't we just commit this time to the Lord right now? Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before your presence, God, may the hands of the Lord be upon those that are listening in today. Lord, may the hands of blessing be upon them. Lord, give us ears to hear. Give us hearts to apply, God, everything that you say. Lord, again, in the name of Jesus, we commit this session into your hands. May you be glorified in Jesus' name. We pray and all God's people say, Amen. Okay, for those of you just join us online, welcome to the Tabernacle of Joy. Today, I want to speak to you about something that is really special. You know, I've been thinking about it. And when I was looking at some of my sermon notes, I realized that I have not really thought about this subject. Okay, today I want to talk to you about this subject called Worry Not. Amen. Okay, amen. So, so again, um, I hope you bear with me because I, uh, you know, yesterday uh, on Friday I got my uh, second shot of uh, uh, the vaccine 
And uh, wow, on Saturday, I had fever. You know, it was quite bad, you know, and now I'm just recovering from uh, whatever the after effects are, you know. Uh, if my face seems swollen, a little bit sorry because I was really in bad shape yesterday. I didn't know it was so bad, you know. Uh, couldn't sleep on Friday night, but, but I'm feeling much better right now. So today, we're going to be talking about worry not, okay. Let's turn to a passage of scripture, you know, that is found in Luke chapter 12 verse 22, all the way to 34. Let's read that scripture right now. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life and what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? If you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow, they neither toy nor spin. And yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothes the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? O you of little faith. And do not seek what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor have an anxious mind. For all these things, the nations of the world seeks after, and your Father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom Sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourself money, bags which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches, no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Amen. Father, we ask God that you speak to us today. Lord, again, today we're going to talk about the subject, God, about Worrying, God help us trust you totally. I pray, God, that this word, God, will minister to all those, God, that are listening in today, God. May they trust you. May they put their hope in you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Uh, one of uh, the most destructive habits, I think, you know, uh, many people do not know, you know, it's, it's come so natural to all of us, is this habit of worrying. You know, I said something, you know, I don't know whether you remember. I say, uh, the Spirit of God doesn't know how to worry. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Again, you know, worrying is so common to us. And, and, and sometimes it is a skilled and deceptive thief that, that you know, that uh, the victims don't even know that they've been robbed of their peace, of their time, of their mental energy, and their emotional well 
being. Wow. So, so again, you know, worry, we do it so common that, that, that sometimes we don't even know that it's robbing us our peace of mind, robbing us our time, and robbing us our mental energy, and we spend our time really worn out over things that, that, that are normal. <laughs> Amen. So, so again, let's, let's, let's define what, what worry is or what is worry. Okay? In the Greek New Testament, okay, the wor- worry is translated as Mary now, which means to be anxious, to be distracted, or to have a divided mind. Marizo means to divide, nows means the mind. So again, worrying really means to worry is to divide your mind between that which is useful and worthwhile and that which is damaging and destructive. Okay, James chapter 1 verse 8 put it in such a way. A double-minded man is unstable in his ways. To worry is to block the flow of creative energy in your life. Matthew chapter 6 verse 27 tells us, Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Amen. So the concept of worrying uh, is conveyed throughout the scripture by numerous words or phrases to be fretful, to be anxious, you know, uh, uh, to be weighed with cares, to be heavy hearted, to be without peace, to be distracted, to be troubled, to be distressed, to be despairing. Again, you know, I, I, I want to say right away uh, that, you know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't care. It is, there is nothing wrong being concerned. In fact, I want you to be concerned. You know, there is a fine thin line that determines the difference between destructive worry and constructive concern. You know, you may have a, def- have a tendency to defend, you know, your worry. Uh, but, but honestly, there is a difference between uh, destructive worry and constructive concern. And, and, and we need to allow the Holy Ghost to, 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 to you know, uncover that for us. You know, and, and, and there's a scripture that I want to share with you today is uh, found in Psalms 139 verse 23. You know, again, Psalms 129 verse 23. It goes like this. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thought. Psalms 51 verse 6. Surely you desire truth in the inner parts. You teach me wisdom in the inmost place. Okay? So what's the difference between destructive worry and constructive concern? Okay? Here's the very, very important point. What's the difference? Okay? So let's look at some slides here. Amen. Uh, Destructive worry paralyzes. Constructive concerns motivates. Destructive worry decreases creativity. Constructive concerns increases creativity. Destructive worry prevents initiative. Constructive concern promotes initiative. Destructive worry results in anxious fretting. Constructive concerns result in calm focusing. 
Destructive worry attempts to control the future. Constructive concerns attempts to improve the future. Destructive worry fears the worst. Constructive concerns hopes for the best. Destructive worry appears negative to others. Constructive concerns appears positive to others. And last but not least, destructive worry distracts the mind from what is important. Whereas constructive concern directs the mind to what is important. Amen. So you can see the difference there. (laughs) So anytime I begin to be concerned, and if my concern is not brought before the Lord, it can become worrisome. Amen. I can become worried. And, and, and today, we're going to talk about how do we conquer worry. Amen. And, and, and again, let, let, let me sum, summarize what we are talking about today. Okay. So again, I, I can say this. I am so worried that my child might drown that I'm never going to let her go anywhere near water versus I'm so concerned that my child can't swim that I've made arrangement to give her swimming lessons. <laughs> you see the difference? Amen. So, so again, I, I just want you to understand there is a difference there. You know, again, you know, when you, when, when you worry, it's always negative. You know, nothing's going to come out of this. Uh, you know, you're just negative. Everything is negative to you. But the Bible tells us in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, set your minds on things above. Amen. I say again, set your minds on things above and not on earthly things. Okay. Amen. So, so what is the nature of worry? What is the nature? Worry is actually seen disguised that displeasing God because its underlying nature is disbelief. Amen. Okay. Worry reveals that you are really don't believe God when he says he will provide all that you need. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 11. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Amen. That's a powerful promise there. Amen. Again, sometimes when I worry, I magnify my problem. You know, the Bible says, you know, without faith, it is impossible to please God. (laughs) Worry reveals my disbelief. Amen. I'm magnifying the problem bigger than than God. Amen. So, so again, you know, uh, 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 the thing that about, you know, worry is reveals that we don't really believe in God. Amen. There's this disbelief. Okay. And then when you don't believe, it will lead to what? Disobedience. Okay, here we go. Uh, let, let's, let's, let's look at the slide here. Worry reveals that you are taking on personal responsibility and concern for that which God has already promised and provided. Okay, Matthew chapter 6 verse 35, uh, 25 to 31. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food? The body more important than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. I want you to underline this. Are you not much more valuable than they? 
who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the littles uh, of the field grows. Lily, sorry. See how the lilies of, of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So, do not worry saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Amen. So again, you know, again, disbelief will lead to disobedience and then will lead to uh, the next phase, destruction. <laughs> Amen. Okay, destruction. Worry destroys our physical body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It can bring about a host of physical ailments such as high blood pressure, heart trouble, headaches, colds, and other stomach disorder. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 to 20 tells us, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received not from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Amen. So again, you know, when you worry, you are, you, your body is breaking down. Our, our body was never made to worry. Amen. Okay. Let me say that again. Our body was never made to worry. And then after destruction, then we will lead this honorable life. Amen. Which, which again, it is so crucial that we understand that, that, that worry shifts, you know, the focus of attention from the all-sufficient power of Christ to your human insufficiency and insecurity. Ultimately, worry can undermine your Christian weakness by presenting God as important and unworthy of praise. You know, Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 says this, you know, in the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Since God says do not worry, it is clearly His desires that you do not worry. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So what is the focus of worry? So what is the focus of worry? Let's, let's talk about that for a moment. Amen. So what's the focus of worry? You know, a specific characteristic of worry is a negative focus on the future. If you are a worrier, you will spend time speculating on what may or may not happen, then fearing the worst. For instance, what if I lose my job? What if I lose, I, 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 what, what will I pay my bills? Uh, what if, how, how will I pay my bills, sorry? What if I can't find another job? What if my spouse leaves me? Uh, how, how will I make it alone? Uh, 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 what will people think? Oh, that's a big one. What will people think? What if my team goes into trouble? How will I deal with it? Or oh, oh, what, what, what are my options be? Or what will my options be? You know, uh, what if my parents become incapacitated? You know, uh, how would I pay for the long-term care? What, what would they expect me to do for them? Uh, uh, what if my spouse has an affair? Uh, uh, how will I ever forget? 
give. Uh, what what if I tell the children? Uh, uh, what 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 what? And 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 it goes on and on and on. And the scriptures tell you Matthew chapter six verse thirty one. So do not worry. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay. Everybody say praise God. <laughs> you know, we spend most of the time worrying. Come on. You know, we, we need to think about God's promises. Hallelujah. You know, a biblical example of a warrior was Mary and Martha. You remember that story? Both loved the friend, their, their, their beloved friend Jesus. You know, and Mary was so devotedly sit, set, uh, sitting down at the feet, feasting on every word while Martha was rushing diligently to prepare a feast for a king and clearly distracted by all the unfinished details. Amen. Martha, Martha demanded that Jesus order Mary to make herself useful. But Jesus saw Mary as peaceful and teachable. Martha as troubled and testy. You know, Martha had been caught in her own web of worry, but instead of scolding her, Jesus targeted the solution for the ensnare of Martha's woe, which is found in Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Let's turn there real quickly. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparation that he had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Amen. And, and here's the thought that I want to bring across. Freedom is found not by fretting over temporal, but focusing on eternal. Amen. <laughs> Everybody say praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I want to focus on my relationship with God. You know, again, there are times, you know, during this COVID, you know, I thought uh, PM Lee, you know, mentioned about three things we need to do. We need to test, we need to trace, and we need to inoculate. Amen. I thought that that, that is so powerful statement because when we are at home, we need to test ourselves. You know, are we worried all the time? You know, we need to test ourselves. And why are we test? You know, uh, uh, you know when, when, when we test ourselves, when we search our hearts, you know, we can see who's really in charge. You know, and then when we worry about matters, could it be that our flesh is taking over, you know, instead of, you know, allowing God to help us, you know, and then, and then, then he says, this, you need to trace, you know, amen. We need to have tracing. We need to trace where it is coming from. <laughs> amen. You know, again, we need to trace what is the root issue. It may be your insecurity. It may be a bad experience. And then after that, we need to inoculate ourselves with the Word of God. Amen. The Word of God is powerful. You know, I choose to believe God's Word. Some of us have faith that God can save us, but don't have faith that God can do a work, that He who began a work will complete His work in our lives. Amen. 
Amen. God did not leave us alone. We are not orphans. He is there right with us. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, amen. Uh, again, I want to really talk about, uh, you know, uh, 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 the catharistic. Okay. Catharistic. Okay. Of a warrior. Sorry. I, I pronounced that wrongly. <laughs> okay. Uh, so worry is like. Let me turn to this like Okay. Catharistic of a warrior. Worry is like a thief in the night that steals your spiritual peace. God never intended for you to live fearfully, focus on the future, hostage to an emotional robbery. If you are consumed with worry, you are experiencing some of the following physical, emotional symptoms that are robbing you of spiritual maturity. Matthew chapter 13 verse 22 tells us, the one who received the seed that fell among the thorns is the man who hears. But the worries of this life and deceitfulness of wealth choke it, making it unfruitful. Okay? So let's talk about it for a moment. These are some of the signs. Are you snared by the web of worry? The fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. Amen. So let's talk about, you know, your emotional condition today. Are you fearful of what others think about you? On a scale to zero to 10, I want you to, you know, rate yourself. 10 being, uh, yes, uh, 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 high probability. Zero is not true. Okay. You know, are you overwhelmed with the fear of the future? Are you dismayed when you hear bad news? Are you fretful when an unjust person succeed? Are you anxious over unresolved relationships? Are you terrified of death? Psalm chapter 25 verse 17 tells us, The troubles of my heart have multiplied. Free me from my anguish. Okay? So, not only you will suffer emotionally, but you also suffer physically. So, tell me whether this is true. You know, if you're going, are you having difficulty sleeping? Are you losing your appetite? Are you overeating? Are you experiencing headaches? Are you having stomach problems? Are you struggling with maintaining good health? Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 23 tells us, All his days, his work is pain and grief. Even at night, his mind does not rest. This, is, this too is meaningless. Amen. Okay, so again, if you are going through this uh, 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 whole experience, you know, uh, you know, on Tuesday, we're going to be praying. Amen. I'm, I'm going to show you practically how to pray and get the peace of God. We're going to quote the promises of God. Amen. So on Tuesday, uh, today we will not have the time to do it, but on Tuesday, I want us to take the promises of God and pray over our lives and, 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 and be assured by His sweet presence. Amen. Okay? So again, if this is only part one. Part two is the application part where we will literally pray God's word into our life and then there is a supernatural peace that you will feel that will come upon you amen 
Okay, it's not positive thinking, but there will be a supernatural peace that will come around you like a bubble that nothing can take that away from you because it's supernatural. Amen. I believe it because when you pray the word of God, amen, God's word will do it. God is a God that says in his word that he will do it. Amen. Okay, so again, we will wait for you, you know, uh, on Tuesday. We want to take that exercise, that spiritual exercise, and and we want to pray God's will over uh, uh, your situation. So let me talk a little bit about what causes the causes of Worrying, okay? What causes worrying? Okay, why do we worry? Amen. Here we go. What you worry about is not nearly as important as why you worry. Amen. You may know and love God, but when you trust in anything other than God's promises and provision for your life, then worry will turn your heart away from the Lord and turn your trust into distrust. Amen. Let's let's look at the, 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 the scripture in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5. It says, Curse is the one who trusts in man who depends on flesh for his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. Amen. So so again, what you see is the first thing that you realize is that you struggle with this thing called distrust. Then when you have distrust, it will lead to distorted thinking. Trusting God save you, but not trusting Him to meet your everyday needs. Again, Matthew chapter 7, verse 9 to 11 tells us, Which of you, if his son asks for a bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then being, uh, if you then, Though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? Amen. So again, I think it's very important that we need to ask ourselves, you know, hey, don't we trust God? If I can trust God with salvation, can I trust God to meet my everyday need? And then when you don't trust God, you'll be prone to distorted thinking. Amen. That, that, that you are alone. And, 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 and when you're alone, then you will try to uh, have this whole concept of fo- false control. Amen. Which leads me to the other point, false control. Let's t- talk about false control a little bit here. You know, and, and uh, false control. You know, thinking that by mentally arranging future events, you can control the outcome. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. Fear of men will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. James chapter 4, verse 13 to 17. Now, listen, you who say, today, tomorrow, we will go to do this, or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why you do that? Oh, sorry. Why? Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast and brag. All such boasting is evil. Anyone then who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it sins. Amen. So again, 
You know, sometimes we think that by worrying, you know, we become productive. No, false control. <laughs> Amen. You know, again, we need to be careful to spend a lot of our time thinking about issues. <laughs> Amen. Okay. You know, if it's going to undermine you, then I would suggest hang on <laughs> don't meditate on it don't if you can you know again uh uh, uh worrying is negative meditation <laughs> let me say that again worrying is negative meditation okay so we want to trust in god amen we want to remind ourselves of the promises of god so again if 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 we do not control this 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 framework of thinking we think you know, we think that, that, that by arranging the future, we can control the outcome. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> okay. So another point here that I want to bring across is that, you know, you have unhealthy needs. You know, uh, uh, feeling a desperate need to have the approval of others and worrying about how you look, how you present yourself. You know, and then you go on to, you know, uh, 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 wanting to please everyone. You know, Galatians chapter 1 verse 10. Am I trying to win the approval of man or God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I will be a servant of Christ. Amen. Okay. So again, I, I just want you to understand uh, the point here. You know, is that you got to be careful. You know, I, I remember Bishop Ali said this. So why are you worried? You please God and please all that matters. I think the most important thing that we want to do is to please God. Not to please our brothers and sisters. Just to please God and you please all that matters. Amen. Why are we trying to try to please men? Because you know what? Brother Willby said this to me a long time ago. Oh, you know, you're going to be a very miserable person if you please men. <laughs> Amen. Because men, is, there's never a constant with men. One moment they like this, one moment they don't like it. <laughs> you know, where else God, when you study the word of God, he will tell you his constant, amen, what he loves, okay? And, and, and another thing that will lead us into this is called spiritual starvation. You know, again, we want to talk about this a little bit, trying to live on past spiritual nourishment, but starving for lack of a present intimacy with God. Psalm chapter 34, verse 8 and verse 10, takes and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Amen. So again, you know, if, if you're not careful, if you let, let yourself be weighed down with worry, you know, again, you, you will not have a now moment because you feel like, oh, I feel, you know, like I'm, I, I, I don't feel, uh, 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 I'm feeling that, you know, I'm using my own strength to please him. <laughs> you know, rather than, 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 than pleasing him from the overflow of the presence of God on a daily basis. Amen. Everybody say praise God. So we got to be careful, you know, that, 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 that sometimes, you know, when, 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 when we worry, we worry about what people think, we worry, we cannot even enjoy our walk with God. Amen. Okay. So again, a good rule of a thumb, please God and please all that matters. <laughs> okay. Then the next thing is, you know, what would happen is that naturally you, you will trample your self-image. Okay. Let's, let's talk about this a little bit. 
you know, lacking of a sense of God-given self-worth, thus feeling powerless to cope with problems, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. Psalm chapter 34, verse 18. Amen. Okay. Again, you know, the answer to your worth is found in Christ. Amen. Amen. Let me say that again. The answer to your worth is found in Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, he says it is finish you know i mean you can worry about stuff or what people think about you and then after that you feel you feel bad even about worrying and then when you feel bad about worrying you will trample your own self-image and you start to condemn yourself amen or the next thing that would happen is that then you become super responsible <laughs> amen super responsibility which is you take on the next step of being a perfectionist having a burden a sense of duty to make every area of your life perfect not having learned to be content uh, learn to content yourself you know again Philippians chapter 4 verse 11 and 12 you know I'm not saying this because I'm in need for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty I've learned the secret of being content in any every situation whether well fed or hungry whether living in plenty or in one Amen. You see, again, all these things will lead to a chain reaction. And, 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 and then also when you don't meet up to the person's standard or you, you just, you know, become so perfectionist and, 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 and then you will have this thing called the next point, transfer guilt. Amen. Instead of confronting the real scene in your life, you allow yourself with, uh, uh, to go through this false guilt to surface as worry in the other areas, amen. Psalms chapter 32, verse 3 to 5. You know, well, I when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groanings all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was set as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgression to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Amen. So again, you know, there are some things that God never intended you to feel guilty about. You know, we can feel guilty for the sake of feeling guilty. <laughs> Amen. So, you know, and, and, and you're wondering, God, why, why don't you step in? Because God is not going to enter into falsehood. Amen. Remember the prayer of Agar. He says, oh, remove falsehood and vanities of lies. You know, again, you know, you got to walk in truth. You know, there are some lies that, that, that you got to stop this thinking because uh, what I realized is that during this period of time, it's, it's important that you maintain your mental health. <laughs> Amen. The warfare is in your mind. So you got to get ready when you are you're anxious. You know, you, 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 all these things will come out. You know, transfer guilt, you know, trample image and all those things which are all lies from the peace of hell. You know, and if you are not careful about entertaining thoughts, you know, we will, the last thing that will happen to us is then we will have this thing called the runaway emotions. <laughs> Amen. Okay, our runaway emotions, you know, uh, go crazy. Instead of choosing to respond to what the scripture says when we face with difficulties, we, we let anxiety and fear have full control. 
Amen. When someone who is anxious and fear, they lose control. Psalm chapter 34 verse 4 tells us, you know, I, I, I love this scripture. It goes like this. I sought the Lord and He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. And I think it's so important that sometimes, you know, before God can even minister to us, He needs to deliver us from all anxiety and fear. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I really want to help some of you understand, you know, uh, uh, some of the things that we go through are really wrong belief system. You know, we, you know, don't, you know, here's something that I, I've said this uh, uh, to people and, and there's a good book that I will recommend, okay? Okay, it's a very good book. It's called Soundtracks. You know, it has really helped me. Okay, you can get it, uh, 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 and 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 uh, and the, the the subtitle of this book, right, is called uh, "Solutions to Overthinking." <laughs> I would recommend that book because it has helped me tremendously. You know, especially when we are living in a time where we are alone, isolated, insulated in our homes, and 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 nobody can correct us. But we need to stop and 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 start. Thinking good thoughts, amen. Okay, like for instance, let me give you an example. You know, uh, the root cause, wrong belief. You know, uh, I believe God cares about me, but I can't believe He is concerned. And every day, with the everyday details of my life, I can't help but worry. Here's the right belief. God has already promised and provided all the needs in my life through Christ. I don't need to worry about how He will carry out that promise. I will trust Him to do it. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. My God will meet all the needs according to His glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Amen. So again, here's something that, that, that all of us know this scripture, you know, in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7, cast all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you. Amen. Let me say that again. Cast all your anxiety because He cares for you. You know, uh, uh, scripture talks about, you know, uh, 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 you know, about us as sheep, you know, and a sheep is cast. You know, it means that a cast sheep is totally helpless and it falls, you know, on its four, uh, uh, four legs on top and they cannot balance and, 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 and they just upside down. It, that's what we call cast and the cast sheep is totally helpless and has no resources upon which he can draw, uh, you know, he can get up on his feet again. <laughs> and, and, and the Bible likens us to that, that cast sheep, you know, that you need a shepherd, amen, to come and, and bring you to your right orientation again amen amen and jesus christ is that wonderful sheep he gently picks us up and carries us in his arms amen okay so again i i, I just want you to think through you know why are you worrying is it because of the fact that you know uh 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 uh, uh you don't trust god Amen. Amen. You know, worry is worthless. You know, when you read Luke chapter 12, verse, verse uh, 22 onwards, all the way to 39. Okay, I'm not going to read that scripture because it's kind of long, but I'm going to give you the summary about 
what I think is all about. Okay, here we go. Remember, life is more than food and clothes. You miss the meaning of life. Remember, God feeds the birds and will sure to feed you. You can't extend the length of your life. It is an exercise in fertility. You waste your time and energy. You exhibit lack of faith. You set your heart on tangibles instead of trust. You are like unbelievers refusing faith in God. You are not making God's kingdom your priority. You are forgetting what the Father has already given you. And you are thinking more than yourself than of others. You are treasuring the temporal over the eternal. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, I just can't help it, but this is the summary of, you know, uh, Matthew, you know, uh, Luke, sorry, Luke chapter 12. Amen. So again, what is the cure of chronic warrior? Okay. Okay. Let me say that again. What is the chronic cure for chronic warrior? It's found in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 9. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 9. Go to go there real quickly. You know, uh, it goes like this. Be careful for, no- for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. What does God say to you about worrying? He says, I am not to worry. What? kind of attitude does God wants to expect you to have? He says that I have to have heart of praise and thanksgiving. <laughs> and what does God say you should do instead of worrying? He says I should express my concern to Him in prayer. And what does God want you to pray about? He says bring everything to Him. Anything that border you, bring it to Him. Amen. <laughs> okay? And then, Here's another solution. The next verse. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. What does God promise He will give? What does God promise if you give Him your worries? He says He will give you. I will have incomparable peace of heart and mind. Amen. And then here's the final thing. Finally, brethren, <laughs> amen. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good, report what if there be any virtue and if there be any praise thing on these things. So what does God say about how I should focus our thoughts on? He, should, he says that I should Replace my negative thoughts with those that are truthful, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, and praiseworthy. Amen. After you pray. Amen. Think good thoughts. Amen. Don't think negative thoughts. Amen. Don't sabotage yourself. (laughs) Think good thoughts. Don't think thoughts that are imaginative. You know, if they haven't given you a reply, whether you get a job or not, don't think that, oh, I'm not going to get a job. I'm not going to get a job. Stop it. You don't know yet. (laughs) Amen. 
Amen. So again, you know, that's what the scripture says. Until you, you know, you know the truth, then, then, then you meditate on it. If not, chill. And then it goes on to say, those things which you have learned and received, hear and seen in me, do. The God of peace shall be with you. What does God say about how you should act? He say, I am to act in a way that reflects his character. Amen. Somehow rather, I know that God's got my back. Amen. I know that God has got my back and I should not be worrying. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope, you know, this is something that we can practice. And uh, on Tuesday prayer meeting, we're going to be praying. Amen. We're going to leave it at the feet of Jesus. We're going to be praying our needs. We're going to seek ye the kingdom of God first and get ready because I'll be flashing a lot of promises that's going to come online and then you can get the peace of God. You will experience a peace of God, you know, that will protect your heart from worrying. Amen. What we need today is the peace of God. What we need today is God revealing His provision, uh, providence and His protection over our hearts. Amen. Why don't we just take a moment right now? Amen. I, I, I don't know about you, but uh, I, when I did this study, I feel liberated. You know, I, 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 I'm reminded again that God's promises maybe have not manifested yet, but nevertheless, He gave me His promises. And God is a God that will never lie. Amen. You know, He will know how to keep His promises. And, you know, life is too precious for me to spend another day just worrying. You know, why should I worry? You know, when God is for me, that God protects me. Amen. That, that I'm a child of God. And, you know, worrying means I'm not stepping out in faith. Amen. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So, you know, I, I want to change my attitude for a moment. And, and maybe there are things that I don't even know how to pray, like my, my needs. You know, I, I don't. You know, maybe I don't even... Tell Jesus everything that I need. I, I just keep everything in my heart and try to, you know, uh, you know, uh, figure things out on my own. And I, I left him out, you know. And, and, and God today is wanting us, you know, to have this, this, this uh, uh, chain of, of, of connection with him that, that you are not alone, that he's with you, that he will never leave you. And, 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 and again, he is there. He is our provider he is our protector and he is our peace so so let's let's go into the lord you know as we you know lift out our voice right now come on can can the people of god just leave their voice right now if you have a need today you know maybe you you have something that 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 you can you know give it to the lord right now father in the name of jesus god lord you know where we are God, all of us, Lord, here in this place, God, we need you. Lord, again, God, uh, Lord, without you, we can do nothing. Lord, we need you. Lord, we ask, God, that you will lead us and guide us. We ask, God, Lord, that as we come before your presence, you know what we need, Father. Lord, you know what we need, oh God. And Lord, we commit ourselves to you, 
Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, we just stand before your presence, God, and you know what we need. You know what we are worried about. And Father, I want to direct that worry. And I want to cast this worry, this cares, God, this cares that so easily can rob me, can rob me of my peace, my time, my sound mind. And God, and my emotions are grabbing a hold of me and I, 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 I don't seem to be able to think soundly that the word of God doesn't seem to be able to penetrate my heart. So, Father, the first thing that I want to pray, God, that you deliver us from fear. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, that you deliver us from all kinds of insecurity and fear so that we can have a peace, oh God, that, Lord, that, that, that is not manufactured by positive thinking. It's a, it, 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 it's a byproduct of a, your spirit, oh Father. So Lord, as we come before your presence, God, Lord, we, we ask God that you deliver us from fear. <laughs> the fear, God, the fear of falling down, the fear of men, Lord, of any kind of fear that is unlike you. God, deliver us from fear. <laughs> Lord, deliver us, God, from fear. Hallelujah, Jesus' name. Lord, right now, so that we can enter in, Lord, with confidence in your presence. Amen, Lord, that we can please you, Father. Lord, we want to pray the word of the Lord, Lord, over our lives, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, again, the word of God is so true. The word of God, Lord, is our, the promises of the Spirit, oh God. Lord, again, Lord, we, we, we trust in your word today, God. We don't trust in man's opinion. We trust in your word today. Hallelujah, Jesus. God and, and Lord Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 tells us be ancients for nothing, but in everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses, surpasses our understanding will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Father, I pray right now, God, if, if you have a need, why don't you call upon the Lord right now? Father, if, Lord, if we have a need right now, we want to bring that need before you. God, you know that need has been bugging me. That need has been robbing me, God, from soundness of mind. That is robbing me of my sleep. It's robbing me. God of that, that, that peace that you want to give to me. And Father, I just want to commit it into your hands. God, whether it's a job application, whether it's my future, Lord, whether it's my, Lord, other matters that I cannot control, sickness. Father, I give it to you right now in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray God for a hitch of protection upon my mind, whatever things that are true, whatever things that are noble, whatever things that are just, whatever things that are pure, whatever things that are lovely, whatever things that are of good report. Lord, any of those things that has virtue, if anything that is praiseworthy, God, we shall meditate on these things, Father. 
Hallelujah, Jesus God. And I give you thanks, God, for hearing our prayers today. Hallelujah, Jesus God. Have your way. Do your will, Jesus God. And Father, I, I thank you, God, for all those that are watching online today. Father, Lord, and you teach us, Lord, Lord, to trust you more and more. Again, help me understand, Lord, that, that, that worrying God is not your will. But God, teach me on a daily basis. Teach me how to cast all my cares, God, upon your hands, Father. Teach me, God. Help me understand, God, that I'm not alone, that you are right there beside me, Father, in the name of Jesus. So again, God, I commit, God, everyone who is listening in today, have your hands, God, do your will, Jesus, God, upon our lives, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people say, Amen. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord keep you safe. Amen. Again, uh, uh, we will see you on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, Tuesday we'll be practicing how to pray some of these prayers that we're going to be talking about in greater details in every aspect. So again, uh, join us in our prayer meeting. God bless every one of you. Amen.